0: and on the first and third Wednesday evenings at 6.30 p.m. Today's message was preached on Saturday, March 19, 2022, at Zion Primitive Baptist Church's annual meeting. Elder Craig Blair, pastor of Tuscaloosa Primitive Baptist Church, preached on the topic of the Comforter, the Holy Spirit that Jesus promised would come when he left this earth and would abide with us forever. This message should be a great comfort to God's people Especially in the troublesome times in which we live, it seems like we need the Holy Spirit more than ever in these days. Brother Craig's message reassures us that we have him with us every day. But first, we have a song selection that I hope you enjoy. After the song, please stay tuned for another message of God's sovereign grace from the Zion Primitive Baptist Church pulpit. we are sure
1: Is there any place better you could be right now? No, no sir. Is there anything that you could do would be better than what you're doing right now? No, sir. No, there's nothing. Just consider for a moment how blessed we are to have this time in this place to come together to worship the Lord and think of the countless millions of His children who are blessed as we are. Yes. So, I tell you, during the singing, it felt like, the well, Lord, just come on. Just Amen, take us home. <laughs> <brother>.
0: Amen. Amen. <laughs>
1: you know, sometimes you get so close, you just want to go on the rest of the way. That's right. <laughs> it's good to be here. We dearly love you, Pastor, and so many of the folks here. You've know, always been very kind and gracious to us, and we appreciate that. We Come, though, the... We need the help of one now. Amen. We need your prayers, right. but we need the presence of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God, our thoughts and the words that we might have that would be, hopefully, would be the God's honor and His glory and of yeah. and some use to His people. You know, we'll be mindful of the timing tell you. Uh, you know, we've got a clock at Tuscaloosa on the back wall. <laughs> <laughs> I think several wonderful.
0: to them
1: Of course, I understand why, too. <laughs> Um, things that are on my, my mind this morning. There's a long passage of scripture recorded in the latter parts of the book of John from the time that we know after Christ had come into Jerusalem that final time and so many of his followers believed that this was going to be the moment that he was going to come in and reestablish the throne of David and throw off the Romans and they would enter in once again to the glory that they had during the time when David was king. But as the days passed there, the things that Christ spoke to them became increasingly almost dark. He began telling them some things that they didn't understand until later on that he was going to lose his life in Jerusalem. Right. They gathered for the Passover of uh, very common thing for all of them but then at the end of that he he did something new he gave them bread and wine and stooped to wash their feet and then as recorded in John 14 and 15 and 16 part in that upper room and part as they journeyed to the Mount of Olives you know, he had conversations with them and that night before he was taken captive and where he was betrayed and taken captive, falsely accused, and as we know, was soon nailed to the cross, suffered so many indignities of man and then the wrath of God. But in that time, he, he had words that he wanted to leave with those apostles to comfort them, knowing, as he knows all things fully, the tribulations that they would face in those days. That it'd be very, very dark days for them. Even told them that you'll be offended in me. You'll be scattered. They, you know, they couldn't see that happening, could they, Brother Tim? You know, we oftentimes we talk about old Peter. We gotta be a little careful. If you read close, you'll notice that when Peter said, "I, I'll go even unto death with you," said, "So said all the others." That's
0: right.
1: right? Yeah. Now, it's not recorded where they cursed his name as Peter did, but they all were scattered. And he kept telling them, I'm not going to leave you alone. And in John 14, in the 16th verse, he's telling them in the early parts of that conversation, just think about that, the the night before he was to be taken captive the next day to suffer the agonies of the cross, that his mind and his heart and his desire was to, to leave something with his disciples that would be good for them, that would be comforting unto them. He says, And I will pray the Father, and He shall give you another comforter, that He may abide with you forever. He didn't say He'll leave you a comforter. He said, I'll leave you another comforter. Right. And explains quickly after that, that being the Holy Spirit. Right. You know, when Christ was with those apostles, and those disciples and those followers, He was a comforter to them. But He was going to have to go away. Mm -hmm. But He promised them, and He promises us, that He'll not leave us alone. That He'll pray the Father. And as Martha told Him as He approached the grave of Lazarus, that I know that anything that you ask of your Father, the Father's going to grant you. So we can rest assured, brothers and sisters, that when Christ said He would pray the Father, that He would give us another comforter, then that comforter has been provided. Amen. You know, Jesus was a comforter, but He didn't come to be the comforter. You know, that was not His role. His role was to be the Savior. He was to be the, the atonement. He was to be the sacrifice. That's why He was made flesh and dwelt among men, that He might offer that body as that perfect sacrifice for our sins. Now, he was a comforter, though. You know, it seems like whenever Jesus was on the scene, things got peaceful, didn't they? Amen. (laughs) You know, when they were on the ship and they thought they were going to drown because of the waves and the wind, and even to the point that they woke him up and said, Lord, do you not care that we perish? He simply got up and he rebuked the wind and calmed the seas. Many occasions he would come to them when they were disturbed about things, and his entry would be, well, fear not. You know, when the Lord was on hand, things were just okay, weren't they? No, things were great. When the Lord was on hand, that was just the best it could be when he was there. But you know, him him constraining himself as both the Son of God and the Son of Man, him being a man in the flesh. You know, the man Christ Jesus did not comfort those in Asia because he wasn't present there he comforted those that were in his presence did he not you know but he's left us another comforter a comforter is the Holy Spirit and that the, the one of the, the great roles and gifts of the Holy Ghost is as comforter we know there, there are many gifts and many actions of the Holy Spirit one of those is to be present with us and I tell you brothers and sisters this comforter not limited by space and time because he's God and in the role, that design role is the comforter. And, and one that's not going to go away. <laughs> Amen. You know, he said he will be, he will abide with you always. That's right. See, that's a comforter that can touch the heart and bring peace to a little mother over in Africa that's wondering where the next meal is going to come from. Amen. Or the comforter that can bring some peace to one in Asia who's never heard the name Jesus right. Christ, right. who never heard the gospel preached, not limited by those things, brothers and sisters. See, that's a and that's a that's a comforter that can comfort God's people at the same time all over the world. You now, if you ever found yourself disturbed, maybe overwhelmed by cares, maybe maybe you got some news that was just the last thing that you wanted to hear, maybe one of those phone calls in the middle of the night, and all of a sudden there's a peace that. Came upon you that passed understanding. See, that's that another Comforter. Yes, isn't it a glorious thing? At times you don't even have to cry out because see that Comforter knows exactly what you stand in need of. He knows your uprisings and your downsittings. That's right. Comforted by His presence. I tell you, brothers and sisters, you feel His presence today? Amen. When we were singing, did you feel His presence? Yes. That caused your heart to swell? That caused your voice to want to sing out? Yes. Did the sound sound better than about anything you've ever heard? What a glorious thing it is. He, you know, when He's present with us, brothers and sisters, and you can feel Him, I hope that's a, a comfort yes. to you. You know, that's another thing that that Spirit... Witnesses of the Spirit He's placed within us, Amen. that we are His children. What a glorious thing that is! Amen. That presence that we have. Right. You know, Christ. He provided leadership to those apostles, didn't He? Yes. You ever find a case the Bible says where He followed them? I don't believe so. No. Might be there. Maybe I've missed it. He was their leader. He provided leadership. But he provided leadership to those that were there right around. That were they were close by. That he appeared to. See, so he's left us another comforter. So I want you to understand that the comforter that we have, it's not better than Christ because they're all God. Right. Let's be careful about that. But this is one that was perfectly suited to the role that that God determined it would play in this matter. As our comforter, as our comforter. You know what caused you to rise on this beautiful Saturday spring morning? You probably looked around and said, "You know, I've got a list of things that I've been I need to do, or all kind of act." What what led you here this morning? I'm convinced it was this comforter, you know, that provides leadership to you and I. What caused these men to take up the calling of the ministry? the Holy Spirit. Amen. What sent Philip down there to preach to that unit? It was the Holy Spirit. What told Peter and had to convince him as the Spirit showed to him that sheet that came down from heaven said, there's a man named Cornelius, you need to go talk to him. You need to preach to Jesus to this one. Yeah. Leadership. Unless yeah. you get confused and think that the Spirit only leads the ministers, then brothers and sisters, I hope as you consider the events in your life. Yes that you ask for that one to lead you,
0: right.
1: to guide you, to make clear your paths because there's one out there that's trying to clutter them up.
0: Amen.
1: There's one out there trying to confuse you as much as he possibly can, right. but I'll tell you there's one that can bring clarity Amen. in any situation. Amen. That comforter. You know, Jesus comforted them with His words. He spoke to them. He taught them. He took things out of the law and He explained now these are the things now. He talked about His purpose in coming. He talked about His Father, that He was the Son. He taught those apostles, but He taught those ones that were round about. And what a blessed thing that would be. You know, we read in Matthew, when He went up into the mountain and they, they came and gathered around His feet and He taught them. On many occasions, He taught them with His words. What a glorious thing to hear the words of Jesus. That had to be a great comfort to those apostles and those disciples to hear His words. And on occasions, you know, with some of them, He even even explained it. He gave them some understanding when they were puzzled. He was a comforter by His words. Oh, Lord, brothers and sisters, today, first off, what does the Bible tell us about the Bible? These just words of men pinned down? No. Every word given by the inspiration of God, by the working of this comfort of the Holy Spirit that got these words pinned down in just some great coincidence over 1,500 years with 40-something authors and all these things. No, brothers and sisters, the perfection of God's work in His Word that we have preserved down to this day, you and I. And I can tell you, the Holy Spirit is the one that has preserved this Word and provided it to you and I. God's Word to you know what this Bible is, God's Word you telling you about Him and His purpose and His promises. Telling you about who you are. And that Holy Spirit, that comforter, inspires men, gives us understanding that we might preach the Word. See, and I can tell you, brothers and sisters, whether it's in Swahili or whether it's in Mandarin or whether it's in... Polish or whatever it might be, that the Holy Spirit quickening men, calling them by the power of God to preach the Gospel to bring comfort to God's people. Oh, that, uh, you know, God's Word and an understanding of it will give you comfort about these things that are going on in this crazy world. You know, brothers and sisters, if we have this, you know, Paul taught Timothy that we're not given a spirit of fear, but a power and of love and a sound mind. And that sound mind, brothers and sisters, comes from this word right here. You, it gives you a worldview, a perspective on all things. That is God's view. Right. That you place all these things in proper context. Yes. Teaches you that it's okay to be concerned and pray that things be different, but it's it is not okay, brothers and sisters, to be consumed with the word.
0: Amen. Right. That's right. He's not giving you that spirit. That's
1: right. Old Amen. devil to give you that spirit. By his words. Amen. You know, we understand that there were times that Jesus demonstrated His power over death. One wonderful and powerful occasion when Lazarus had been dead four days and, you know, Jesus, you know, He was there at the right time. They thought He was late. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but He demonstrated with His words the power of death. They said, Lazarus, come forth. That was not a bargain. That wasn't a beginning of a negotiating session. He wasn't counseling with with Lazarus, no, brothers and sisters. That's command. You know, it's the same command we're all going to hear one day, I believe. Amen. When uh, he meets, when we meet him in the, in the clouds, when you hear a trumpet shout, trumpet a sound off, and you'll hear a great shout. I believe he's going to call your name, and you're going to respond just like Lazarus did. Except you're going to come out in a lot better shape. And Lazarus did. Because you're not going to have any grave clothes on when you come up, brothers and sisters, and that old body's never going to die again. He demonstrated then when he was there present what a great miracle it was that he had power over death. Right. In a sense, I was at Lazarus' tomb yesterday. Hear me out. I was at a funeral over of an aunt of mine over in Mississippi. And yes, she was dead, and she did not come forth from the grave. But I can tell you, for those that were gathered around there, because of that comforter, yeah. because of these words, death had no power over us Amen. as we gathered. We were not there mourning as those who have no hope. Amen. We were mourning, but we were mourning as those that have hope. Amen. I can tell you, brothers and sisters, there's a lot more rejoice than there was sadness Amen. at that funeral service. Because everyone there knew by that same power and that same voice that brought Lazarus forth, one day it's going to bring her forth. Amen. We weren't Amen. concerned about that. We knew that her old body, that shell was there. Right. But her spirit and her soul were with her Savior. Amen. In right. fact, we, if anything, we probably gathered around there with just a little bit of envy, didn't we? Because her troubles, her course, her curses was finished. Her race was run and she was with the Lord. And right. You know, that's just an unnatural thing, isn't it? That's right. To be at a graveside and not have great concern and mourning. You know, we weren't having to, in our mind, think back around her life. Did she do the things necessary to live with God or is she doomed to eternal hell? We didn't have any of that. All the sweet peace and comfort that comes from knowing what His Word teaches us. You know, brothers and sisters, what a glorious thing it is, these miracles and these deeds. The comfort we have through this other comforter. He will abide with you forever. Brothers and sisters, there's going to be a time when we're, going, we're, going, we're not going to need the comforter right. in that sense. Yeah. Because there's going to be a time, brothers and sisters, where we'll never be disturbed by anything. Right. There's going to be a time when we're on, He's going to still be with us because He's going to be with us in heaven. When the Lord brings us back from this, from the graves and carries us up and present it to Him in, a, in these glorified bodies and we're going to live with Him forever, but we're not, not going to need a comforter. Amen. Amen. But now we do. He's given us one. He's given us the comforter. Yeah. Another comforter. You know, Paul teaches us in 1 Corinthians, I believe it is, maybe a second, that we comfort one another with a comfort whereby we are comforted. So if you see someone that you know, someone that you love that's in distress, maybe they're burdened down by their sins. Maybe they're burdened down with the loss of a loved one. Maybe they've heard the bad news of a sickness or a child that disappoints or a friend that turned out not to be a friend. We could go on for a long list of those things. If you see someone in that condition, brothers and sisters, share a little bit of that comfort that you've been given. You know, comfort's an interesting thing. You can't comfort somebody that's not disturbed. You ever think about that? that
0: right.
1: I remember one time having one of those good Saturday afternoon naps with golf on the TV, just as happy as I could be, and Rita really woke me up Wonder if she could do anything for me. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was perfectly fine, <laughs> not <probably. laughs> But more times than that, we find that there are things out there that disturb them. Brothers and sisters, just ask that one to come and take up a dwelling place close there's presence is felt and that you're following His leadership and you understand His words and you turn your eyes to His deeds and the miracles that are performed daily around us and we take strength and comfort in those you know, if we needed more, he would have provided more. We have what we need. God blesses
0: our prayers. Yeah. Thank you for joining us today on the Zion Primitive Baptist Church podcast. I hope the message has been uplifting and beneficial to you, and that the Lord will continue to bless you to grow in grace and knowledge of the truth. Join us again tomorrow for another message of God's sovereign grace. If you would like to subscribe to our website, please go to www.zionpbc.com and sign up for email updates.